What up, y'all? It's your boy, Superhero Buff, back at it at another video. We got a bunch of topics today to cover. The first topic that I will be discussing today is early reactions of Ant-Man and the Wasp are in, and people are loving this film. I've watched some reviews online. I gave my prediction of how the movie will turn out to be, and I also thought whether the movie is going to matter or not. Reviews are back online. I see the most famous reviews. And generally, I see a very similar pattern in those films. They're saying that the movie is everything I said it would be. They're saying that the movie is very fun. It's very enjoyable. It has sleek action. The Wasp steals the show. And I've heard some places that Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, looks like a supporting character. That's all fun and games, but ultimately, people are saying that this movie is a forgettable sequel, and I really feel like Kevin Feige and Marvel MCU did this purposely, because they knew the movie they had was not going to be a gem. They knew the movie is fun, it will last, it will make its money, it's going to be successful because it has all the ingredients to be successful. Other than that... This movie has nothing to do, especially post-Black Panther and Infinity War. Two movies that mattered a lot in the entire scope of the Marvel's universe. You have a film, Am and the Wasp, that doesn't matter at all. Coming out after Infinity War, so it, did, it, it it's going to do its thing. You know, It's going to make its money, it's going to make its bank, and then it'll be done and over with. Personally, I had no expectation for this film. I'm going to go watch it, review review it and the movie will be good it'll be fun but it's gonna be forgettable but i should know that we also know that i knew the movie was gonna be forgettable before it before before even the trailers came out the one when the movie got announced i knew it was gonna be forgettable because ant-man is a forgettable human my bad ant-man is a forgettable franchise it does it's not needed in the mcu the only reason ant-man the wasp or in the mcu or a sequel happened is because they want to make some extra loot on sealish characters and they want to introduce the quantum realm which will be used in infinity war i believe uh infinity war part two i don't want to dwell on ant-man the wasp a lot last time i talked talked about it a bit much i kind of ranted it wasn't a rant but it was a very heavy discussion you could say the next thing i want to talk about the title of Spider-Man Homecoming Part 2 is out. It's called Spider-Man Far From Home. My thoughts about that title. And there's also rumors almost confirmed now that Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe, will play Mysterio. And the movie will take place in London. Those are That's all the information I know. My thoughts about the title Far From Home, it's trash. The title, I don't like the title Far From Home. The stuff that they're trying to do, Spider-Man 1 was homecoming. Spider-Man 2 is far from home. What will Spider-Man 3 be? Back home? Spider-Man 3 will be back home or something? Far From Home, is. A, I feel like it's a very lazy title. Like, they just, they had nothing to do in the last one. They, so just, just, it was just very lazy. It feels very lazy. Um... Y'all know my feelings about Spider-Man Homecoming. I did not like it. I did not 
as a film, I liked it. As a Spider-Man movie, I disliked it. Far From Home has the same director. They have the same screenwriters. And Kevin Feige said, said that it will follow the same, same theme of Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, if that's true, there's rumors about that, whether the Kevin Feige said or not. If that's true, um, I'm going to be ready for another disappointment. I'm going to get ready for another disappointment because personally, I don't want to see Spider-Man Homecoming 2. I don't want to see the same kitty high school comedy fest that the first one was. I don't want to see that. I want to see Spider-Man do his thing. I want to see, see I want to see Spider-Man actually fight. I want to see Spider-Man actually try to save people for the good of the people, trying to be a hero rather than just impressing Tony Stark. There are speculation that Tony Stark that Far From Home will deal with Spider-Man trying to deal with the death of Tony Stark because people are assuming this but the Tony Stark's going to die in Avengers 4. Now, if that's true, um I'm all for it, but I don't want to see so much Iron Man involvement when he's gone or when the MCU decides to move forward. I want to see Tom Holland do his thing, tone down the comedy, start acting like an adult, stop behaving like a kid, relax, calm down. Peter Parker is not an energizing bunny. Teenagers are not like that. In Homecoming, I like Tom Holland, I believe, is, is uh, the best blend of Tobey Maguire and... Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was nice. I liked his Spider-Man portrayal, but his Peter portrayal was very missed. It missed Peter Parker by, by a long shot. He was cocky. He was acting like Hal Jordan. Uh, that's a Green Lantern for people that don't know. I didn't like his Peter Parker, and he was too much of a model, bro. This guy was like a model in high school, and you're getting picked on, bro. And then you get your powers, and you start, you start punking the bully. So that's like already you're disqualified as a hero whereas toby Maguire's spider-man peter parker he didn't once he got his powers he didn't punk bullies that scene with him and um flash in the first one was because accidentally he tossed uh some food on him i really think that toby Maguire, for me because it's nostalgia too because i grew up watching those films for me spider-man uh, with Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi films were the best ones. They were the best ones for me. And Spider-Man Two was just the best Spider-Man movie ever. Because I don't, there's no uh, doubt that. But uh, I'm going off topic here a bit. But I believe Tom Holland is the best blend of those two. He has the quips of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and he has the innocence and the naive persona of Tobey Maguire. I just want to see that more, and I want to see Tom Holland tone his personality down a bit. I don't want to see so much of a kid. Kids don't behave like this. They don't. They're, they're not screaming. They're not. Tom Holland was very energized in Homecoming, and at times, you felt like like you you felt like saying to him in the movie theater, like "Relax, bro. Calm down." Peter Parker is not that. In Far From Home, I want to see everything. I want to see some cool shit, man. How I want to see some Spider-Man shit. I want to see Mysterio giving some, doing some damage to him. Actually, not, and Spider-Man actually have stakes for once in a film. Spider-Man from the last Spider-Man movie that had stakes, guys. You know, people hate on the Amazing Spider-Man series a lot, but 
I'm going to say here, right here, that at least those films had good action and they had good stakes. And yes, I will take storytelling and plot and uh, the writing over action any day. But when the writing does not favor the superhero as Homecoming did, it did not, it did not favor the superhero. It took, it basically gave, it's, it's not even Spider-Man. He wasn't Spider-Man. He didn't have spider senses. He didn't have his wit and his will because he had a fully mechanized suit he had uh, the girl in the ai in his suit karen he had that i didn't like that because you're taking away everything spider-man spider-man's not that though he is not he doesn't have an ai he's not tony stark he's an iron man he's peter parker he's very humble he's a nice guy he he's not a loser but yet he gets picked on because he's a bit different I want to see more of that. I want to see his ideology being tested like the first, uh, the Sam Raimi ones did. In Homecoming, his ideology was not tested at all. It was just him whether being a hero or not. Uh, guys, I'm really hoping that Far From Home delivers. I'm really hoping it delivers by a long shot because I was very, I was disappointed. As a film, as a critic, I was fine with Homecoming. But as a superhero lover, as a Spider-Man lover, I was not impressed. I was not, um, I was like, this is just another it's installment in the MCU and I'm waiting for Infinity War. Whenever a mediocre film of Marvel came out, I'm like, alright, so they got a new character and this is going to be Infinity War. Now I'm waiting for Infinity War. For me, everything led to Infinity, except for Captain America films, to be honest with you. For me, everything led to Infinity War. So that's my overall viewpoint around Homecoming. Um, next topic. I'm doing it pretty fast today. Because we got a bunch of topics to go through and I want to talk about. Disney Fox merger deal is accepted by the government. Because they approve. And Comcast will hold the fattest L of the century. The biggest deal ever. To century, the deal of a century. The billion dollars at stake. Now, what we have here... The X-Men and Fantastic Four and all the characters that Fox owned will now be Disney's. Thus, it will be Feige's. So it will be the MCU's. And this deal happened at a time where MCU needed it the most. Marvel needed this, uh, these amount of characters the most because they blew their ultimate dream out in the beginning. I was about to say something else, inappropriate, but whatever. They, they, uh, Infinity War was their ultimate dream. Infinity War was the end game. Infinity War was the end game. And I believe they have used, with the characters they had, the team they had, I feel like they have done, they have done a great job. And because remember, guys, when the deal, when, when Marvel went bankrupt, their entire character roster got like split into like four, bro. Fox got X-Men and Fantastic Four. Um, Universal got Namor and I believe Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Sony got their Spider-Man rights, a bunch of Spider-Man rights. And Marvel was left with some characters. And I feel like with the characters they had and the characters they used, they got Sony in, they used um, Hulk, they used Hulk. Because the standalone Hulk movie rights are owned by Universal, so they can't really make a standalone Hulk movie. But he can appear in other films. 
I feel like they've done an amazing job. They've used they have used up all their iconic stories that don't revolve around the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Like, for example, Winter Soldier, Civil War, they have used um, Ultron, they have used Age of Ultron already. They have used they've already used their better stories in movie now, in film. And now they really need that lot of characters to further enhance the mcu story and man if the x-men are introduced correctly in the mcu i will be so happy the only thing i'm sad about is that i will not be able to see chris evans as captain america rdj's iron man chris hemsworth thor these three guys interact with the x-men interact with xavier uh uh, professor xavier interact with dr doom fight doom you know just that stuff, Reed Richards talking to Tony Stark, a full roster of characters. That's the only thing I'm going to miss. They will have a new Iron Man. There will be a new Thor. And there will be a new Captain America. But I'm just, I just think that those three characters would have been nice. But it's alright. A legacy has to end. And I'm fine with it. And the new Avengers, I feel like that will be the first title of an Avengers movie after Avengers 4. And it will focus on Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. These are your four next big heroes of the MCU. Black Panther is is already a huge phenomenon. I love Black Panther. He's he's one of my favorite characters. He just... um, I love BP, man. He's awesome. Doctor Strange is one character they nerfed down and they dumbed him down a lot. Disney dumbing down properties is one of my concerns about the whole Fox and merger as well because I don't want dumb to dumb down the X-Men. I don't want dumb to dumb down Magneto or Doom because they shouldn't. They dumbed down Doctor Strange who is unbelievably incredible. Doctor Strange is incredible in the comics. The stuff he does, the villains he fights, the visuals... I believe the visuals in Doctor Strange were fine, but the action sequences were lacking. Doctor Strange as a character needs a bit more work. I liked his Infinity War portrayal, but that's just scratching the surface. I want him to get more mystical, a bit more, add add some horror elements in his films. A water break. Add more horror elements in his films. Add mysteriousness, you know? That's the whole point. Add strange. Actually have some strange shit. Because I remember Doctor Strange came, uh, coming out. I've seen the film. I was a bit disappointed because Doctor Strange turned out to be a very generic film. You all know my feelings about that. I wanted more. I wanted uniqueness out of a, such a unique character. It's funny how... That, see, that's one of my problems with the merger as well. One of my concerns. Not a problem, but a concern. Is that they turned the most strangest character no pun intended into the into a very generic film doctor strange they turned him into a very generic movie if you look at the past superhero movies doctor strange is so generic it's such a generic film it works because you have a good time but it's so generic i don't want that in the future mcu films I want him to get more epic. And Ken Feige has confirmed that there will be a sequel. I wish we see Nightmare. And 
Dormammu done right because that was just a head and that was kind of disappointing. X Men, X Men in the MCU. How will you introduce it? How would how would I believe because of Thanos snapping his fingers? There are a lot of possibilities now. They can do anything. They can be like this reality, that reality. They can be like now the two realities are merging. Two Earths are merging, and I do not think that that they're gonna get McAvoy and Michael Fassbender as Magneto or Xavier. Because I don't think they're coming back. They're not coming to Marvel. I'm 100% sure there'll be recastings for each character. And for me, personally, the only two characters that matter in the Fox universe are Xavier's McAvoy's Xavier and uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto. Those two are the epic characters. Now, I want before to introduce X-Men, how would you introduce X-Men in the MCU? You have... You don't start off with a... Cyclops film. Cyclops is not that big of a character to have an individual individual film. He's not like that. Wolverine's the only character in the X Men that had that had uh that either you can make movies off of. Oh man, they're gonna have Wolverine there, aren't they? Oh man, I just forgot about Wolverine, man. It'll be uh, so epic to see X Men in the MCU interacting with Spider Man and all that stuff, man. That's epic stuff, man. What can you more? What more can you ask for? I just hope they don't dumb him down. I don't want to see comedy abundance of comedy in an x-men film a little bit of jokes quips are fine but when the comedy starts take taking over the film aka ragnarok i don't want that but ragnarok was a comedy so whatever the tone i would prefer for x-men films see for me spider-man 2 had the best tone for a superhero movie it was serious where it needed to be, but it was also very funny where it needed to be. I love that tone. Guardians is ultimate for... In terms of comedy, the spectrum of tone, for me, the most serious a comic book movie can get is Watchmen. So that's a scale of 10. 10 is Watchmen, 0 is Guardians of the Galaxy. So Watchmen is the most serious you can get from what we have seen so far, and... Guardian of the Galaxy should be at one or zero. I'm not saying this is one film, but I love the film. But I'm just saying that that's the max of comedy tone you can get in a film. Winter Soldier, I believe, was at a 7.5-ish. Winter Soldier was also a very serious film. Not as serious as The Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. But it had very serious... I love Winter Soldier. It's one of my favorite movies. That tone of that Winter Soldier should be where it's at. Now, do I want a Spider-Man film with that tone? With a 7? No, because Spider-Man is not that character. Spider-Man should have a tone of slightly towards the comedy side. It should be a 4. Spider-Man 2's tone was a 5 in terms of my spectrum I just made up. Watchmen being 10, Guardians being 1. Spider-Man 2 was a 5. It had comedy where it needed to be, and it had seriousness. Spider-Man should, Spider-Man should be at, uh, at a 4, I believe. Now, X-Men. X-Men should be at a 7. It should have similar tone to Winter Soldier. It should have his jokes. It should have the MCU humor. But it should get down a business when it's time to. Because the whole point of X-Men was discrimination. 
racism. It was based on that. Mutants were just a tool, a plot device for use that to use that. How people discriminated against all these people because they were different. I wanted that. I wanted. I want to see more of that. How people are affected, and you have these heroes. They the world hates them, but then they're st- they're still trying to do good for the people. I want to see them struggle with themselves and with the people. X Men can go anywhere. So Marvel has a lot of success on its hands right now. Marvel can do anything it wants right now with the X-Men. You can go in space. You can stay out of Earth. You can link up with the Guardians. You can have billion-dollar films. X-Men should be a billion-dollar franchise, but it's not. Um, in terms of the team, I think Wolverine should not be... In an X-Men film, at first. Because Wolverine is too big of a character, everything's going to be focused around Wolverine. Wolverine should not be a character in the X-Men. In the first film. If they release a film called X-Men, Home, whatever, one or something in the MCU, Wolverine should not be in it. It should be Charles Xavier, as the professor, obviously. And the team should consist of Beast, Storm, Cyclops... Kitty Pride and Jean Grey. That's your core team. That's your team that should be in the film and the movie should center around all the characters. Have individual arcs. And if you want to focus on a character or one one or two, focus on a Cyclops or Jean Grey or Xavier. Don't see the problem with the first couple of X-Men movies. Problem with every X-Men movie besides First Class, the movie just focused on one character. X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, um, a bunch of other films. X, come on, who are we kidding you? X-Men 1, 2, and 3 were Wolverine 1, 2, and 3. Wolverine Origin, we just said Origin film. Wolf, the Wolverine was just a fourth film, a fifth film in the Wolverine universe. That's not an X-Men universe, it's a Wolverine universe. I believe Days of Future Past did a completely well. Uh, it would Day of the Future Past in terms of character distribution, like who has it was awesome. And it worked. Days of Future Past worked. I want to see more of that. So my next topic I I, I went kinda of blank here. I'm like I just, I just blacked out for a bit. I don't even know why. The water or something. Next topic. Wonder Woman 84. My thoughts about the title and the pictures being released. I've seen them. Of Cheetah. There's an image of Cheetah. There's a bunch of video clips of Wonder Woman and her doing her action sequences. And there's a picture of Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. And I will say this before getting started on the Wonder Woman topic. Last topic, by the way. Wonder Woman 1 was a very good film. I've, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a solid movie. That's how you should introduce a character. It had stakes. It was serious. It was everything. And it was overrated. The movie was very overrated. People said that that movie is the... Some people actually believe that that's the greatest superhero movie of all time. And I laugh at their faces. Collider did a top 50 list to talk about it. And they had Wonder Woman... At number 8, I believe. It was higher 
than Spider-Man 2. It was higher than Spider-Man 1. It was higher than X-Men First Class. It was higher than, I think, every MCU movie besides Avengers and Captain America Winter Soldier and Civil War. It was higher than the first Guardians. It was higher than everything. It was higher... It was higher than Batman Begins. It was higher than Dark Knight Rises. There are a lot of superhero movies, guys. And it was higher... It was in a place where... I felt... Okay, now it's pushing it. It's pushing it now. Wonder Woman was a great film, but I believe it was very overrated. It does not... It's not one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. It's a B-plus film. That's fine. That's a great grade. That's awesome. I feel like the movie was great. But people try to put that movie in a league where it's not. People try to put that movie in one of the greats. It's not. It's a very basic origin story told in a very beautiful way. The, cinema- the cinematography was great. Action was meh. Okay. And uh, third act falls apart. Movie gets compared. What well, The first Wonder Woman gets compared to Captain America 1 and, th- and the first Thor. I believe Wonder Woman is a better made film than both of them. But I also think the Captain America 1... Hi, it was overall a better movie. There's a difference. Thinking something the better movie and thinking something the better made. Wonder Woman is a better movie. Both of them have faults in their third act. But I believe Captain America 1 had more heart. But about Wonder Woman 84, just three, it takes place in the 80s. It takes place in the Cold War. And from the pictures that got released, she was looking at a bunch of screens. I'm getting a lot of Winter Soldier vibes. Like, I'm getting a lot of Warrior out of time. Past comes back to haunt her. Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine might be a villain. He might come back. I'm getting a lot of Winter Soldier vibes that she's out of time. And she's trying to figure out who she is it's more of an identity thing and i really do like that i like when the hero's ideology gets challenged film to film i like that but i don't want to see so much of winter soldier because then you're just copying a film i feel like the first wonder Woman was very on the nose of copying the first captain america um i don't want that and movie's gonna do great movie's gonna do fine It'll do great. Wonder Woman 84 will be a great film. Sorry you guys didn't talk about Wonder Woman 84 that much. Uh, I'm wrapping up. I had a fun time talking about these topics. Next topics, I'll be more in... I'll go more in depth about Wonder Woman 84. I will talk about Aquaman, Comic-Con. And uh, some more news out about the majority of MCU being all female characters. Till then, take care. Your boy Superhero Buff is out.